Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, U.S. Congressman Alan Lowenthal, as we continue our 24th anniversary year. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Scan Health Plan, for your health and independence. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We have a great show for you tonight. Our guest for the entire show is our congressman, Alan Lowenthal. Alan, welcome back to Straight Talk. It's wonderful to be back with you again, Art. Thank you. Alan represents the 47th Congressional District, which is a big chunk of Long Beach and, Orange, and L.A. County, but also about 40% of your district is in Orange County. That's right. Yeah. Well, give us a status report from... From Washington. Well, I'll give you an update. Over the last month or so, we have completed the, uh, the Iran negotiations. The Congress voted on it. Uh, we've also, uh, the Speaker has resigned, and uh, about now will be a new replacement for the Speaker. Uh, the other thing that I think is that we've averted a government shutdown, and uh, where September 30th was the end of the fiscal year, we have Pushed, we have done a two-month extension until we can come up with ways. We are still waiting. I think the critical issue for us here in Southern California is the Surface Transportation Act and infrastructure investment. And we're hoping to have that also by the end of December. Would that include some money for water? Uh, well, that would be water money. Yeah, there might be some money for water, but that will be a separate kind of bill that you're talking about in terms of, especially around drought and drought review. And that will be interesting because we will have a new speaker potentially from California. Kevin McCarthy. That's exactly right. And so that will put, I think, more focus on the California drought. And I think that will be a good thing for California. Even though Mr. McCarthy's major focus so far has been in increasing water for agriculture in the Central Valley. But as part of He's that He's from package, Bakersfield. So that's, that's right. And that's really what he well. would do. But we will really have to see now what kind of overall package will come out. Alan, when you first ran and came on the show, I asked you, why do you want to become part of an institution that's so dysfunctional? And I'll never, and the approval rating of Congress is below 20%, although people like their individual legislator as an institution, it's in below 20%. And when I asked that question, you explained, well, Art, I'm a professional psychologist. I teach it, or I have taught it. And I thrive on dysfunction. Right, I've sought out uh, <laughs> dysfunctionality my entire career. And you found it now. And I found it, yes. And uh, Congress, have things improved at all? It doesn't seem that way from uh, a citizen's standpoint. Well, you know, one of the things I've learned uh, after going to Congress uh, is that the very structure of the institution historically, and I believe it was the intention of the founding fathers also, was that Congress was not a very fast-moving institution. It really had checks and balances to sure. keep it from. And so the fact that, you know, we come from California, and we're also in a wonderful city, Long Beach, which tends to confront problems fairly quickly and move quickly. 
regardless of the functionality or dysfunctionality, that has nev never been the history of Congress, which deliberates to deal with me. Now, having said all Well, that, I, I, I have to interrupt because uh, a generation ago when we had Tip O'Neill and Everett Dirksen right. and Jack Kennedy and all, there were opposite points of view, but there was a respect right. for the other side. And Absolutely. I know you personally Absolutely. reach out whenever you can. Absolutely. But that has disappeared. And I was speaking to someone just recently, and his explanation, I thought it was so good, said that generation fought World War II. They were in this major undertaking together, and everyone pulled together, and that carried over, and a, a lot of our legislators were, were, most were veterans. Today, very few are veterans. And uh, what do you think about that explanation? Well, there's no doubt that what you're saying is it's difficult to, to see how we put the nation's interests above our own yes. self-interest, if yes. that's what you mean. And I agree with that. I think that there are a variety of reasons, both historical and present reasons. One can say, well, the role of money has increased so greatly. Uh, the role of uh, uh, gerrymandering throughout the nation, which leads people just to protect their own interests rather than stepping up and doing what's best for the nation. Uh, I think that the uh, both parties have become more partisan in in the way they view things. Look and at I the think, Republican fight; they 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 threw out their speaker. Well, the speaker, and that was a Republican vote. Well, the speaker, interestingly enough, kind of the other side of it, really did a very courageous thing. He did not want to close the government down, and he realized that negotiating even within his own caucus to get all 218 votes to keep the government open would not be possible and w in the sense that it put it would potentially put his speakership at risk so rather than risking doing that on an individual he stepped back and said i'm about the country i'm going to keep the country I going i resign that. and I, I do too he always seemed to be a more reasonable Republican than than some others. I, I think he stood up and said, "I'm going to put the country's interests." At, at and home. he had the chance to visit with the Pope. Yes. Which, as a Catholic, w had to be a great, or for that matter, anyone meeting the I, Pope. And I, I forgot to mention that at the beginning, the Pope's coming and addressing the Congress was one of the most historic moments in, in, of our time. He's quite an unusual Pope in his well. I shouldn't put it that way, but he connects with people in a very visceral way, does he oh, not? Oh, absolutely. You could see it on the East Coast, probably even more so than here, because he went from Washington to New York to Philadelphia, and the outpouring of, of, yeah. of, of human contact and people reaching out to the Pope and the Pope reaching back was, was something to behold. It was wonderful. Yeah. So, and the Pope's message was wonderful. He came absolutely. with a very strong message. You mentioned the role of money as contributing to this stalemate. Um, Citizens United, of course, has in, in, in enshrined uh, the right of uh, wealthy contributors to give unlimited amounts to these related uh, groups. Uh, is it time to try and get a constitutional amendment to overturn Citizens United? Yes. I think that it is time to do that. It would be nice if we didn't have to go through the process of a constitutional amendment. But we're seeing that uh, outside political action committees or, or these PACs, uh, which raise unlimited amounts of money 
from individuals. They do not have, since it's not going to a particular candidate, they're not restricted by contribution limits, are pushing the discussion uh, and uh, to that that only massive contributors are deciding who is running, who is not running, who can have the resources to engage in campaigns. The Republicans have 17 candidates and virtually each one of them has his or her wealthy donor, backer. That's right, all but one. Yeah. And Mr. Trump is the one candidate that doesn't, but he comes in with unlimited amounts of resources too. And I don't think, although I think that he steps back from the point of view of having to rely on PACs, I don't think we want a model. I don't think that only billionaires can run for president. But, you know, his message obviously is resonating with the country since he's leading in the polls uh, among the Republicans. Uh, he says, I'm not beholden to anyone else. That's right. And there's truth to that. That's right. That is true. So he does have some elements of truth, in, and I know absolutely. he takes some extreme positions. Right, he, he does. Right, he does take some positions, but he does. And I think what the country is looking forward, we mentioned the Pope before also coming and people wanting to touch the Pope. I think that people are looking for candidates that, are, that they believe, regardless of their political positions, that, that are authentic, that talk to them directly, and that they're not scripted. And Mr. Trump is not scripted. And I wrote my uh, publisher's comment in the current issue of our magazine on that very point, authenticity is a political value. And I asked, what is Donald Trump and uh, who's the socialist? Uh, Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. What do they have in common? Politically, virtually nothing. One's a socialist, one's a multi-billionaire. But they both have a sense of authenticity that you, what you see is what you're going to get. And I think I agree with your point totally. The country is hungry for authenticity. We're watching it. We're seeing it play out before us that those are the two that have the largest crowds. And those are crowds, bipartisan crowds. Both of them are getting crowds from the other side. Because you're right. People are w wanting to relate and wanting to know that the, what they're being told is really what that person truly believes and is not some script. Exactly. Wow. Okay. Uh, we'll be back after these messages. At the Port of Long Beach, we're not only delivering jobs, smart ideas, and forward-thinking environmental initiatives. We're also delivering opportunity for all of Southern California. Oh, and a clearer horizon line. To learn more, go to polb.com. The Port of Long Beach, thinking outside the docks. Oh. 
At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. We're back with our Congressman Alan Lowenthal. Alan, how much of your time, we were talking about money in the last segment, yes. how much of your time do you spend, what percentage of your time do you spend raising money? Uh, that's a great question. I don't know exactly how much time. I, I would say, because I'm not right now in a competitive seat, that is a seat that both parties have targeted, uh, I probably spend a few hours a week, maybe five hours a week doing that. I think those members that are competitive members on both sides can be spending anywhere from 20 to plus hours, sometimes even more than that. So a significant percentage of your time, because every two right. years you got to run and you need money to You're run. You're running every two years. Uh, you need to make sure that you have enough to have a campaign, and you also, both parties, expect that members will contribute to helping other members of their party. And let me ask the classic question, what does the donor expect and what does the donor get for his money? I'm talking about substantial donors. Uh, I know the clean answer is access, and, and you're entitled to access for your money, and you go to the top of the line as far as appointments and all that stuff. but. There are further answers to that that, uh, off the record, people might give you. They get more than access. Uh, if, if, if you're voting on something that uh, a major donor has an interest in, uh, you'll be very sensitive to that donor's interest. I think that's true. I, I uh, uh, like to believe that uh, people contribute to my campaigns because they know me, they know my voting history, they know what, where I stand on issues. And if you look over my uh, contribution records, which are all public records, you will see that the vast number of them are people, or at least the ones from in the district are people from the district who know me. Uh, you have been at out of events. You know that they, I try to ha reflect the district. And the people that contribute to me from Washington or the rest of the nation, I hope are doing that because of my record. I try to have open access to everyone. I, I think my record is one because I enjoy people. I am a psychologist. Uh, I want to hear the other side. I never take the, the point of view that I know more than that other person, regardless of political affiliation. And you told a wonderful anecdote about that at a function I attended about a Tea Party member who was a freshman and standing next to you in the class photograph of all the new congressmen. And you got to meet him then and, and pursued a personal relationship with a Tea Party guy, and you're a liberal, so there's not a lot of political compatibility, but you reached out as a person, and then he was willing to co-sponsor a bill that you had introduced about getting uh, some fees passed for port, and uh, Tea Party not only doesn't want any taxes, but they don't like fees either. Right. And he was willing to co-sponsor that bill, even though it wasn't uh, something that uh, his, his people really believed in. That's it. right. I, and I've always believed that, when you de that part of the problems of Washington are that we don't develop relationships. We don't spend time enough time with each other. Uh, I'll give you another example of that. 
uh, right now on, uh, I'm a liberal, and uh, that, not right now, but I am. I think that's, <laughs> yeah, that's been over a long time. time. Long time. Uh, and I, I was asked recently by the Freedom Caucus, which is the Tea Party Caucus in the Republican Party, the four founders of the Freedom Caucus uh, are, t are going to Israel, kind of with evangelical group. They invited one Democrat to go with them, me. I'm going to go because yes. I think it's so critically important to have those relationships. They know where and, I'm coming from, yes. and I'm coming from a very different... But it's really important that we develop relationships and we break bread but together and travel together. Evangelical are strong supporters of Israel. Very strong supporters of Israel. They so you're on the same side on this Absolutely. one. Absolutely. Yeah. And so that's the other thing. There are places where we all agree, but whether it's for national security, whether it's in terms of issues around, around travel, you know, for example, Israel, uh, well, I, know I you, want to reach out. You personally do that, God bless, uh, but not enough people do that. And have you seen any movement in that direction, or is it pretty much the way it was when you landed? It's pretty much the way it was yeah. when I landed. Yeah. Well, at another time, we'll ask you for solutions to this problem, but that is a huge problem. Thank you. And uh, uh, the country recognizes this, that whether the Republicans are in or the Democrats are in, there's been no movement on immigration, there's been no movement on a whole bunch of important issues that are important to the man in the street. But meanwhile, Congress goes flying around the world and they're right. taking care of their own and they have their own right. medical plan. Right. And it's not fair. It's not right. I agree. I agree. I would like to see Congress really come together and define, you know, really what the critical issues are and begin to work on things. And in fairness to you, because these comments are, are clearly not directed at you personally, you're, you're an example of how it should be done, in my judgment. Uh, they, uh, uh, you have run for office and been elected. And I believe you do it to do things, to get things done, not to be somebody. And I know your work when you first were in the city council, uh, getting the port to clean up their act with the coal tar and all that stuff. And now that's a majority opinion. Then you went to the state legislature and you worked for redistricting reform, which is not a popular issue among either party. And you got that passed to get these gerrymandered districts out and have a citizens committee. And now you're in Congress, and I'm not sure what your hope is in Congress, but, 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 but you represent someone who's, who's there for a purpose. One of the things I think that major issues that will confront, not, not necessarily just our generation, but generations to come, are some of the impacts of a changing climate. And I became the chair of what is called the Safe Climate Caucus, which right now are 47 Democrats who have decided that they really want to join together to deal with, with climate change. My coming as the, as the chair, when they asked me to become the chair this session, was to make that a bipartisan caucus. And I've spent a lot of time reaching out to Republicans to figure out where can we work together if 
if it's difficult for them to on talk climate change. On I climate mean, you change. think that that is something that could be bipartisan. And it will be bipartisan, but it takes somebody and a group of people perfect, that are willing perfect. to work on bringing people together. And this was uh, the caucus that previously was led by Henry Wax Waxman. Henry Waxman, Henry Waxman yeah. said it. Up. Well, good luck with that. that I'm going to try. I think, I think the important thing now... We should now, keep politics out of science, you that's know? That's exactly right. Yeah. And we should find... Just as we talked about before, we should find where we have common, common ground. That's and exactly not right. destroying the planet would be a good starting point That's on right. ground. That's right. And how we're going to mitigate some of these things yeah. are things that even those that are tied to the oil industry realize we've got to do some things. And I think that's what we have to do, work together on this. Amen to that. We'll be back after these messages. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Oh, yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. When I was a boy growing up in Italy, I had a dream to own my own store. I came to the United States and I worked hard as a tailor. Hi, I'm Umberto. I've been in Long Beach since 1960, carrying the finest quality men's clothing. It was a long way away, but styles are just around the corner. Umberto, 2141 Bellflower, Long Beach. When you have enough internet speed for everyone in your home, mom can video chat with grandma. Your daughter can check her favorite sites. Your son can conquer the galaxy. And you'll still have enough bandwidth to conquer your first warrior pose. Get internet speed starting at 60 megabits per second with Charter Spectrum. Where will it take you? We're back with our Congressman Alan Lowenthal. Let's spend a moment talking about something very important, Alan, the uh, agreement with Iran with regards yes. to nuclear weapons. A lot of folks uh, feel that uh, we gave away the store on that one. Yes. Democratic Party is split, major Democrats on both sides of the issue. Yes. I know you've taken a position as supportive of the deal, as the yes. best possible deal we could get under the circumstances, but there's a lot of concern that Iran is going to get $150 billion released immediately, which they can use to buy armaments and, and support their proxy groups, and that uh, the inspections are loosey-goosey with a 24-day waiting period in some cases, and in some cases self-inspection. What do you say to the critics of the deal saying, 
we gave away too much. Well, I don't think. I think the alternatives were that Iran was, if we did not have the deal, was months away from developing a nuclear weapon. The deal was how do we stop a nuclear weapon? We had put on sanctions against Iran in terms of its nuclear program. We also have other sanctions in, in, in terms of its terrorism. Those are still in place. Those never get taken off. But the sanctions about its nuclear program, which we put on, and then we got the international community to also put on sanctions, those will be removed once, once Iran removes the, uh, the core reactor in its plutonium, once it closes down and, and removes 75% uh, of its uh, uh, centrifuges, gets it down, and once we have all the inspections on in place. Now that, Iran has to do that for, to get back the money that was put on it in terms of its nuclear program, not, the other, not other kinds okay. of sanctions. So the question is, it's not a perfect deal. What are the options? And the options are, I think, at this point, that we will have 15 years, a minimum, of closing off any path towards it. But it will really require a great deal of monitoring. It will really require Congress not kind of because we have such a short attention span and we move on to such other issues now, Syria, other... We'll have to be sure that they, they abide by it. They stay focused to make sure Very that they quickly, abide. Alan, because we're coming to the end of this short segment, you're a psychologist. I know there's a hope that maybe regime, not regime change, but a, a change of attitude right. by the, in, in Iran will occur based on this right. breakthrough, That's perhaps. Right. Do you see that likely, unlikely? I think there's a potential for that. No. I think that Mr. Rouhani wants to take whatever, whatever resources come back to Iran to put into their economy, which is hurting badly. We do not believe that the uh, supreme leader really wants to do that. Yeah. And so the question is, will there be a change? So be we, will eternal, see, eternal we will stroke. see next year when there's an election in Iran, whether, whether Rouhani stays in power or not, okay. and whether that, what happens in that dynamic. Okay, we'll be back with the rest of our show after these messages. Phil Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Phil is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Trainees. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. There's a world of opportunity available through the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. Would you like to move ahead in the field of human resources and personnel management? Sign up for the Human Resources Management Certificate Program. 
you'll learn how to expand your knowledge and skills and advance in this dynamic industry. For more information, contact the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. You've been planning this moment for a long time. It couldn't be a more perfect moment. And you have the perfect ring that will tell her, I want to love you forever. But nothing is perfect. Don't listen to that guy. He got the ring at McCarty's. McCarty's yes. makes a moment. I think Long Beach in Southern California is fortunate to have a congressperson of the quality of Alan Lowenthal, one who, in my judgment, is there to get things done rather than to be someone. So, Alan, thank you for your many years of service, city council, state assembly, state senate, and now U.S. Congress. Thank you, Art. Final words to our viewers. Well, uh, it's an honor to serve my community. I never really went to either Washington or Sacramento because I wanted to be a professional uh, uh, politician. I, I uh, am committed as a community psychology to listening to the people in my community and to try to provide the services that my community really wants and to be their representative. And so it's, it's just a great honor, and uh, I never thought I'd be there. Like you, Art, I'm a college professor. Uh, I love being in the classroom, and it, it's, it's a thrill also to represent the community in Washington. Thank you, Alan, and thank you for joining us at home. Please be with us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by the Port of Long Beach, the Press-Telegram, and Scan Health Plan. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.